Welcome to the Wednesday edition of Dogs Are the Best Friends. Today is a new day. It's a brand new day that we're bringing this out. We brought out bonus content here and there. But today, it's Wisdom Wednesday. And usually in the trailer, I say, hey, you know, we're giving dog stories and we're giving out tips. Well, we haven't really given out a lot of tips we have here and there. But today is one of those days. I have information I want to share with you, and it's been hard earned, hard won, whatever you want to say. I have gleaned it from having crazy dogs that, fortunately, I learned how to turn into well-behaved dogs. And I know from personal experience, once your dog understands what you want of them, oh my goodness, the friendship that you can have, it goes so deep because you understand each other. And that's what today is about, helping you help your dog not drive you crazy when you're working from home. For the second part of this podcast, I talk about puppies and some of the things that people often struggle with. Now, that part is also with a client, and she has her questions, and she's wondering how to do things. Like they've taught the dog, the puppy, who's three months old at the time, how to ring the bell to go outside, which is exciting. And it shows that the dog is smart and engaging with them and understanding what they want. But this is such a common question. Once you teach that, then they're going to ring it all the time so they can go outside and play and chew on sticks or whatever they want to do. That's not what the bell is for. And I talk about how to retrain that part so that the dog understands why they're ringing that bell. And we go over a lot of other common questions, such as biting, having your dog outside safely with you, and not being on the sofa. So stay tuned for that. First up is have a game plan. Think about it this way. It will be a mix of treats, activities, exercise, training, and downtime. Because yes, they need to know when to leave you alone and have some downtime. They can go take a nap. It won't hurt. Let me give you an example of the day that I've constructed for Flynn and I. I work nine-hour days at home. I have a 30-minute lunch, so I work from 7.30 till 5 p.m. One thing that I've started to do, and I will let you know how it goes, but I have a special alarm go off on my phone, and it sounds like a motorcycle because Flynn is very interested in the weird engine sound that comes out of them. (laughs) He tilts his head. You've seen it, right? The over-tilt head that the dogs do. So what we do is at 7 a.m., we go for a morning walk, and he's already had breakfast by then, but I only give him half his breakfast. So when we come back, he goes to his pillow, and I give him a Kong. The Kong is frozen with his food and water in it. At the very bottom, I put a plug of coconut oil. First, I put that in the freezer, let that solidify, and then I go ahead and put the food in there. So he gets one of those to work on for a while. 10.30, we take a 10-minute break, and if it's not raining, we go out and play with a jolly ball, and it's actually a jolly egg, I should say. It's shaped like a jelly bean, basically, and he loves it. He has to keep chasing it. It doesn't roll normal. It goes its own way. It kicks in his hurting instinct, and he wants to go after it. So either he runs around and plays with that for about five minutes or so, or I take the chucket and I throw the ball for him. The reason I use the chucket is because it goes such a long distance and I don't have that great of an arm, but I do with that. Now, if it's raining, what I do is I have him get his toys that we have started to name. Like he has Ducky, 
Which, by the way, I have to share this because it's just too sweet. That is the first gift I ever gave him, his first toy. And he has moose, and he has baby, and he has other toys. So I will name them and tell him to bring them over. And I'll say something like, Ducky, here. Because for us, here means come. Um, Just a side note, he was starting to learn some sheep herding. And if you say come by, he thinks he's supposed to run out and around the sheep, which we don't have any. So that's why I had to use here to bring him back to me. 11.30 a.m., I give him a quick brushing for fresh air, and we come in, and he has yet some brain games. And you can come up with a couple different kinds of games, and I'll talk about that in a minute. Around 2 o'clock, I give him these balls that you can actually put in a little bit of kibble, or like dried food, if you will, or small treats. And they have these little holes that you can control how wide they are. So it's either easy for those treats or the food to fall out, or it's difficult. And remember, by the way, whatever you're feeding the dog, make sure you put that into account, you know, for the day's calories, if you will, the amount that you're giving him or her. So, you know, you don't end up with a chunky dog. (laughs) What they do, the dog, they push around that ball And it goes all over the place, and they can be pretty brutal with it. Flynn has quite the strong nose, like most dogs, and they push it around and get that food out of there. It keeps them busy for a while. Four o'clock, actually a little bit after four o'clock, we go outside for a five-minute walk, and then we're back inside for a bone or a pig's ear. And as you can see, he gets a bunch of treats and a bunch of food, but again, I take it into account how much he's eating, so I don't give him too much food. My previous Border Collie, I let her get fat, unfortunately a little chunky, so that was really not good, and I promised myself I would never do that again. Now, in between all these different things, if I see him doing some good behavior, like sitting when he wants to come over and be petted, I praise him for it, and I pet him. If he wants to jump on me, nope, not going to get petted. He's going to get ignored. So that's one way that you can definitely make sure that your dog's behaving. Now, if you want to work on behavior, a great thing you can do is to go ahead and have them go to the door, but then bring them back about two, three feet away from it, have them sit and praise them. So they start to connect that they are not supposed to go right to the door. They don't own that door. And then you can give them a treat once they do what you're asking of them. But that's a great thing to do. You get up, you work with them for like two minutes, right? Have them do it a couple times, done. Go back to your desk and get back to work. And to be honest, it's nice to get up and down, isn't it? Instead of sitting there all day. And this way your dog knows that there will be times that it will get some attention. And there's big chunks of time when you need to work. Okay, let's talk about toys, right? Gamification, I called it, which that word just cracks me up. Sounds very official. Games. Let's get some games out for our dogs. Now, you don't have to go spend a kajillion dollars or even 10. You could take things that are in your home. I took a muffin pan and, you know, those little cups that are in there. I have six or 12. Just take two or three treats and or really, you know, and high value treats because it's a new game. So you want them to get into it. Put two or three of those in two or three different cups, right? Spread them out. And then you need enough tennis balls or rubber balls to put on top. The dog will have to use their sense of smell and their brain to figure out where things are. And it's a great way 
to uh, see if they can get it out. They might get frustrated and tip the pan over. That's okay. They still win. Another thing you could do is just save your toilet paper or paper towel rolls and then put their food in there and, you know, close up the ends. I just fold them in and make them have to rip it open. It won't take them long to rip into it. That is true. But you can take it and hide it throughout the house then. Make them use that nose and play hide-and-go-seek while you're busy working. Another great thing that you can do, I know a lot of us are getting packages, so take those packages, those boxes empty, and put a treat in there. Maybe put it on its side and make it easy for the dog to just walk in and get the treat out, get a feel for that. Then put it so the bottom's on the floor and the treat's in there and they have to stick their head in there. Of course, the size of your pup will dictate the size of the box, but go with it, try it. You can then put a couple flaps together so they have to kind of move them out of the way to get to the treat. Again, you could play some hide-and-seek with that, hide it behind the sofa or a chair or in the bathroom, wherever you want. But this way, they're using their brain. It doesn't take you being involved. I would just watch them for the first time or two just to make sure they, they're fine. But those things are pretty safe. And I'm sure you can come up with a bunch of different ways to make it fun for them. You know your pup. You know what they like. And that's the whole point is to keep them happy and keep us happy so we can do what we need to do. Next up is the part about the puppy training. But actually, a lot of this does apply to a dog that's been rehomed or that you've just gotten. So stay tuned. A lot of the time we'll be outside with her and um, on, you know, our um, retractable leash. And she will try to, you know, when we say it's time to come in because she's eating too much bark and too much leaves, too many leaves and too much grass. It's time to come in. You did your, you did your duties. Now let's go in. And she starts biting the ankles. Mm -hmm. So then usually it leads to coming inside and then more biting. And then that's when we say, all right, time to go in the kitchen. Right. Right. Okay. So a couple things, um, and don't take this the wrong way, but I would not do a flexi lead with her yet. She's okay. a puppy. She needs to learn, give her, you know, at the most six feet get a regular okay. leash if you don't have one. Um, yep. the flexi lead, I use it with my boy, but it's cause he's trained and he knows exactly what I expect of him. And if he's not yeah. behaving, let's say I would take it away and he would not have his freedom to roam. So okay. that pup has to understand that, you know, she's got to listen. We want to be able to leave her in the yard with, um, with a longer like lead while we're doing yard work and stuff, but we can't because she consistently eats so much of the grass. Yeah. She's too young. And I don't yeah, she's too young. Yeah, though, so just she's, yeah. So she's not. She's just not ready. So so, and here's the question: Like, so how big is she? Is she pretty big already? She, she's about. Last week she was sixteen and a half pounds, so she's probably gained a couple pounds. It's probably about eighteen. Okay, and can Did you, you see her? try exercise like pen? Have you ever seen those open exercise pens? You know, I like, have one, and she pen. hates it. Okay, well, of course, she, but too bad. I know. You know. I know. Yeah. She's got to be where you don't have to watch her every second. I mean, you have to watch her, but you know what I mean? Like you've got to be able to put her in there and she's going to have to get over it. Can she doesn't yeah. climb out. She can't get out. It's a high. No, she can't get out. No, it's way too tall for her. No, yeah. even if she was full size, I don't think she could get out. I mean, she could probably knock it down. Right. Cause it's not, you know, it's just freestanding and it's an, a circle. So, yeah. um, but you can put that outside, right? Is that okay I'm to put thinking, outside? If you can put okay. it outside, I don't know if you've got a tarp or something. She, I don't know if she'll, she'll chew on that. You'll just have to kind of see what she oh, does. She will. <laughs> she chews on everything. So can, can you put it, you have a driveway or something. Can you put it on the driveway maybe? Yeah, actually that's okay. a probably good idea. If it's okay. not too hot. 
Oh, I don't want her to get burned, her little pads burned. Yeah. yeah. Please in the shade and yeah, watch the weather and everything, of course. But okay. that's, that's one idea. So she can be out there with you. She can start to understand what she can and cannot do. You know, have yes. like chew stuff in there with her that that's okay to chew on. Okay. This is all. And then praise her when you see her chewing on this stuff. These are all little things that you can do to just keep reinforcing the good stuff, you know? Okay. And then here's the thing. Oh, with the bell, that's great that she understands this to go outside. What I have done with my dogs is literally praise them when they pee and poo. I know that sounds ridiculous, but. Oh, no, we do. Oh, yeah. Do you even name it? Do you call it pee or poo or something or bathroom? We actually, we we just say um, good girl when she does it. Okay. We don't label them separately. We just, when she's doing it outside, we're like, good girl, good girl, good girl. So I and, would, I would do it. And I'll tell you, this is my reasoning behind it. If you say, yeah. good girl, you know, good potty or something, good girl, go potty, whatever, however you want to do it. I would say good potty, keep it short, you know, say yes, yeah. yes, good girl, you know, good potty, something like that. Think okay. of your wording. You guys all need to use it because here's the thing. When Thanks. she goes outside and goes potty, that's what yes. you want, right? That's the purpose of going outside. Yes. If she starts goofing off or whatever, boom, take her right back inside because that's not what the bell is for. It's for potty. It's a potty bell, you know? So what you're going to do is you're going to say good potty when you're outside. Then when she's inside, wants to go out, brings that bell, just say, oh, do you have to go potty? You know, go potty, something like that. So she starts to the word that, okay, potty is with that bell. I go outside, I go potty. So it's like you have to praise it and get her to to understand that term that, you know, that word. Okay. Okay. And then, yeah. Okay. All right. So that's just to go potty. That's not to go play. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then when you go, that's good. All right. You know, call it a walk, you know, when she's going for a walk or going to play, call it play or walk. So she starts to say, okay, potty is one thing, you know, walk plays a different thing. She has to start to connect those things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, how do we get her to stop jumping up? Like our couch, she can't quite get on the couch now, but she's going to be able to do it very soon. Right. And so when we sit here, she kind of will jump up halfway and, and that's where she starts biting. Sure. So, you know, we're just saying no, no, you know, down. Yeah. I say, I say down to her a lot. Right. And, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. But okay, is there so anything you- else? Yeah, so you don't want her on your sofa, you're saying? You don't want her up under? Not not yet, because she's still with the peeing, and I'm a little bit worried about that, and I don't think she can get down safely. If she can't get up, True. then I don't, I'm don't. i afraid that she could get hurt jumping down. So I want to make sure, like, eventually we're going to get a cover for the couch, Yeah. and so that if she wants to sit on it, that's fine. But right now, it's like, I don't think she's quite ready. And and I don't think, like, everybody thinks you have to let them be in your bed or on your sofa. I don't. I no. don't believe no. that. I really don't. No, um, no. I got my guy when he was a year and a half, so he had already been exposed to being up on the bed, and I I, I don't care for that. So I've retrained that. You can retrain stuff if you screw up too, by okay. the way, <laughs> or somebody okay. else. If you got another dog and they had they had something that you didn't care for, so with that to keep her off of that, you're doing the right thing. Say no, and then down. I would recommend you don't use that word because you're going to want her to lie down. You know, unless you want her to lie down, start teaching lie down if you want. Okay. Um, so she understands that not only are you not supposed to jump on me, but you need to lie down. You could do that if you want okay. to. But what I would say is off, you know, like jumping off? anything is off. Yeah. Just say off, yeah. you know, push her, not push, push, but like, you know, make her get off of you like, and stop trying to jump up on things or you. Okay. And okay. then get the biting again in the kitchen, say, no, 
and take her in the kitchen and put her in. It's a pain. It's a lot of repetition. A lot of repetition. Yeah. Gosh, if you do, if you guys do it the right way and stay consistent, the three of you, it will pay dividends and you'll have such yeah. a wonderful dog that you'll be so grateful that you went through this pain in the butt time because it will be <laughs> worth it. It's just a lot yeah. of work right now. You know, she, she's friendly. Like she, if you meet her, she's very friendly. She's, you know, my parents come over, of course, you know, they want, sometimes she wants to like nip their hands and stuff, but we, we try to get that behavior stopped immediately. So, um, and have you taught, like, have you taught her to sit? Are you working on Oh, she already knows how to sit. She can sit, she stays and she comes for a treat. Like we did sit, stay, come. Okay. Um, we're going to try and work on lay down. Yeah. Um, but we're not sure how to do that yet. Yeah. It's not quite working. Yeah. And when she's sitting or whatever, I would just like, you know, take the treat right down. Just keep trying it. Take it right okay. down and don't force her or anything, but you could always put the weight of your hands on her back a little bit too. Okay. Don't push okay. it because she's growing and you don't want to like yeah. her bones or whatever, but okay. yeah, it's like bring the treat down to the floor She and she'll start to figure out that if she goes down, you know, and then call it down, like call, that's when you want to call that down instead yeah. of the other behavior. And then with your folks, like, you know, make other people train her too. like have them like yeah. to refocus her from biting, right. Have them have them yeah. Lie down, stay all of that. Since she already has sit and stay, that's wonderful. Use those outside. Yeah. Cause she's neat. You need that brain to be active and get, yes. So she's tired mentally too. I hope you have found this very helpful and I hope that you will share this with other people that need some help with training. Again, I have learned the hard way. I've had crazy dogs. I get it. Now, if you babysat or dog sat my boy, Flynn, you would see the long way that I've come. And I'm proud of it. It has taken work. It's taken time. But thankfully, Flynn is a benefactor. (laughs) He gets to benefit from all the lessons I've learned. So hang in there, folks. Work with your dog. Love them. Just learn how to communicate. If you have any questions, Email me, emily at dogsarethebestfriends.com. And I will see you on Monday when we have a martial artist who has a puppy and his family has never had a dog. He and his wife never grew up with a dog. And oh my goodness, they are in love with that puppy. Such a sweet story. We'll see you Monday.